and welcome to the first certified podcast here at Colossal Eamon Reach Cork. My name is Sean Buckley and I'm your host. I'm a new teacher to the school. I'm here teaching French and Spanish. Um, and I suppose some of you are wondering why we're doing this podcast. What could we have to say? Um, but it's not so much what we have to say, but it's to show what we're about, really, and to give the listener a look at what goes on behind the scenes in Colossal Eamon Reach Cork to get to know the staff and the students and tell out what's going on in the school. Um, obviously, we're going to be focusing quite a lot on the present, but equally as important is focusing on the past history of our school, while also keeping a view to the future. Um, as you all may or may not know, our school is undergoing a lot of change at the moment. It's such an exciting time to be here, to be teaching here, to be a student here. Um, I'm sure our first guest will agree with that. He's played a massive part in the change. Um, so I suppose there's only, with you know, the first podcast starting, there's only one person who we could start it with, and that is our principal, the boss, Mr. Aaron Wolf. Aaron, welcome. How are you? Oh, we're very good. We're good. Excellent. Are you excited? First podcast, guest of honor. Fantastic. What a great thing for school to be doing. It's right? brilliant. It really is. It's a, it's a great initiative. Um, so I suppose before we chat properly, just, you know, a few quick fire questions. So just that your listeners get to know you maybe. So tea or coffee? Oh, tea. Tea. Well, actually, I will. Uh, yeah, tea. Tea. tea? I'm not a big tea drinker. You're not a big tea drinker. How many cups a day? Okay. Okay. So you're not you're not a drink you're a tea drinker even. even. Coke Zero. That's Coke Zero. That that's your one. Could be worse. Uh, favorite movie. Jeez, mm, I don't know. Do I have a favorite movie? Um, I've got young children, so we watch a lot of children's movies. Okay. Um, like I said, the, the movie we watched last was we watched Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Very Doubtfire. good. Classic, though. Classic. Classic. Yeah. 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 Um, so lots of Christmas movies coming up soon, I imagine. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We have strict rules in my house. We're not allowed to do anything Christmas until the first of December. Oh, really? So you're not going to put the decorations nope. up? And the longer that elf on a shelf can stay away from my family, <laughs> the better. Okay, so you're not. You know, 2020 has been tough enough. We're putting up the decorations early enough. No, we're no. definitely not. No. <laughs> no, I love Christmas. My birthday yeah. is at Christmas, and I got married at Christmas. Well. Oh wow! We do love Christmas in my house. But lots no, of celebrations. Yeah, the, the first of December is trying not to put up. As a child, was your birthday close enough to Christmas that you get two presents, no, or you got the same? Each. Oh wow! Okay, so I always got one present. I think I was thirty when I had a birthday present. <laughs> my wife bought me a birthday present. Wow! Birthday present, but yeah, it was always close. Okay, it was, it was a great time. Yeah, I suppose everyone's happy. Everyone's everyone's you know enjoying life, and everyone's meeting up and around. And great atmosphere around Christmas. Yeah, Christmas Eve is my birthday, and. Uh, yeah, it's an you could never go out with your friends, so it's yeah, yeah. funny time. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, what's your Desert Island disc? Oh, again, music. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I used to like, um, I suppose, you know what? Uh, your song, Elton John, your song. Like okay, very good. Really? I might see that sometime. Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> what was the last concert you've been to? Again, I'm sounding very boring, but I haven't gone to any concerts. I think the last concert I ever went to was in Marky, and I went with my dad because we wanted to see Rod Stewart. Okay. That's all right. I thought you were going to say Westlake or something like no, that. No, 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 no. It was Rod Stewart. No, no, just with my poor old dad. <laughs> no disrespect to any of the Westlife fans out there or Westlife. Uh, <laughs> favorite food? Oh, anything unhealthy food in fast. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah me very too. Poor eater. Yeah. Um, Hobbies taken up during lockdown. Did you take up anything? Uh, lockdown, I suppose. Look, for every principal in the country, there was no lockdown because from the 13th of March, we've worked probably harder than we ever worked before. So there was there was actually zero time to take up there was. We were in the school from the 13th of March all the way through the summer. Um, hats off to the staff who were in there. Pat Green, 
who's actually inherited within her everyday she's called her mom Mary O'Toole the birther uh, she was in here one day she even swept the car park when people were leaving while wow. painting mm, so there was no time for so hobbies. no hobbies she taken up working the whole way through um, your guilty pleasure oh TV I like to watch TV, TV. I like to watch TV with my children what are you watching at the moment um, well with my wife I'm watching um, The Queen's Gambit okay and with my children what are we watching we're watching the PG version of Taskmaster okay very good and there's a PG version with Mark Brown I don't I don't know Taskmaster Taskmaster is incredible really Okay. Very good. Yeah. And the Queen's Gambit. That's is that to chess? I saw Netflix, the thing on Netflix. Yeah. 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 Very good chess. Chess prodigy. Very good. Okay. Chess. More uh, better than it sounds. Yeah. Very and good. A lot of the staff here recommended that I watch it. Okay, I'll have to check it out. And finally, your favorite subjects in school. Oh, when I was in school, I loved history because I was shocking at every other subject I read. Okay. I wasn't a messer by any chance, but I certainly wasn't an academic student. So. Probably very poor <laughs> academically. I didn't have much interest in study. My poor mum broke her heart trying to get me to study. So history, I'd sit doing history for hours. Wow. And here we are. Yeah, well, I became a history yeah. teacher. English and history teacher. English and history. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so as you mentioned, you know, previously there, when I was with your um, hobby signature during COVID, obviously um, schools shut down back in March. Um, it was massive. It kind of changed everything i remember sitting in the staff room just hearing the announcement um in my in my previous school and it was just crazy it felt like one of those big kind of momentous moments um and we saw the preparations briefly in a big week in september on rte um but tell us more about you know like what was going through your mind when you heard they were closing yeah, like well, we had a staff meeting i think it was three weeks before and miss o'rourke one of the teachers in the school she asked what are we going to do if we close and I said, don't worry, that's never going to happen. And then <laughs> less than three weeks later, we were out blocking the gates and sending students home. And, you know, a lot of parents came into the school because we had sent out text message to say, come in and collect your books, um, because we knew uh, on that day we were closing. Um, we had the Echo here, Adventures of September here, Red FM here. We had the, the, the press of the world descended on the school. And right. um, I think we were on the front page of the Echo the next day, blocking the school gates. It was, it, was, it was a difficult time. I mean, people didn't. I don't know. Then did we realize that we wouldn't be back at all? Yeah. Did you think it was going to be a couple of weeks? Maybe back in maybe I April or May. We thought, yeah, we'd come back after. Oh, initially, we thought we'd come back after Easter, but as it got nearer and nearer to Easter, we realized we wouldn't be back at all. Yeah. Um, but it was very difficult. Very difficult to be in the school here, working with my government secretary. It was coming some days to allow students to come and remove their books. Um, we also started. Um, delivering lunches to certain families. Okay. We, we realized that there were a lot of families that would be in awful need of support over that time. So we did, we emailed every parent in the school. And I mean, it was very difficult for parents to, especially families to admit that, yeah, they're on the financial constraints. But I mean, people lost their jobs. People were still lost yeah. their jobs. But um, yeah, Widow Cooley's uh, fine hampers were delivered out to their families. Brilliant. It was fantastic, yeah. Great. It was a very strange time. I don't think anyone wants to go back to that. Yeah, no, and touch wood, we won't go back to it. And, and we were, as I said, we were in the whole time. My children were in the school. So they spent all the lockdown in the school. And the rainy days in the Bentley Park was that I put up in the hall and my children bounced their way for Brilliant. six weeks or whatever. Yeah. While I worked in my it's, office with the... Like, how much work was actually involved, I suppose? Was Jesus, it was hell on earth. Yeah. I mean, well, the first week was grand. It was like being retired. So I mean, we had to go with leaving cert, predictive grading, uh, the uncertainty in maths, the junior cycle, trying to get the support there. 
organizing book launch and organizing next year. It was uh, it's like it's been very tough. Cause... And obviously, Mr. Barry resigned as principal to a new school to get ready for them, which kicked off completely in July. But, um, okay, yeah, so there was a lot, yeah, a lot going on. It was very, very busy. And I suppose now, how has COVID affected the daily run of the school? I suppose obviously us in the school we kind of know, but for those who may not. Well, no. I feel a great sympathy to the teachers. I mean, it's very hard. And, of course, I get to the students, but the teachers, teaching is, very, teaching is a very tough job anyway. And, I mean, teacher bashing is a natural pastime in this country. But teachers work so hard. I mean, the length athletes have gone in this school are unbelievable. Just go in every day, uh, put yourself at risk. Um, some, in some classrooms where we can't, two metre social distance. To wear the mask all day to try and communicate with students, keep checking homework, to set the amount of work. It's been very, very tough on teachers. But then, of course, it's very tough on the children. They have missed yeah. out on so much. I mean, six classrooms have been missed out on accommodation by saying goodbye to their parents. 100%. To secondary school. And then our own leaving cert last year to miss their graduation, to miss their leaving cert, their grads. Yeah. And for fifth year, who have missed half a school, um, half a school year. So they feel they're behind the more and they have to, it's been a very, but everyone, we're all in the same boat. I mean, hats off to all the schools and all the teachers. They've been wonderful in this school. Yeah, they really have. The students especially, they just come in and just gotten on with it. There's been no, you know, putting up fights or questioning or anything. It's just, you know, yeah, we, have we know this is what we have to do. 100%. I mean, there hasn't been any discipline. They have been so well behaved. It's been outstanding. They've taken to masks so well. Yeah. Hand sanitizing. They are brilliant. They're a credit to all their parents. They really are. They're they're incredible. Like they're just amazing. Oh, they're uh, amazing. That's one thing I have to say. This school we have amazing students. And being principal, how is it now? Um, Has much changed or? The, the job of principal is an extremely busy job. But I suppose you either like it or you hate it. Uh, well, I love it. I mean, it's a fantastic job because you really get to you really get to uh, affect change. Yeah. I think this school has gone through huge change, but that change is impossible uh, unless you have a fantastic staff and we're very lucky in this school and the students are very lucky because the teachers and the SMEs in the school are the best in the country. They are absolutely amazing. But it's, uh, it's a tough job. A lot of paperwork. We're drowned in paperwork. Right. But we've got great support here from the office and from the deputy principal, Dr. Barry, and from the SMEs. So it's, it's phenomenal. Brilliant. And you mentioned change there. So I suppose... Over the last few years, Cloche Marish has gone under a lot of change. Um, yes. Change of the name from Deer Park, CBS, to Cloche Marish, bringing in, coming in co-ed. Yeah, we changed our staff to co-ed last year. Well, we, we, the change of staff has been approved by the Department of Education in October 2018, right. which allowed us to take girls in September 2019. Okay. And we had 70 boys drawing up in 15 very brave girls. Yeah. That's um, fair play to those girls coming in because that's not that's easier said than done. Like is to come well, in. Those like, girls are incredible. I have great time. I mean, and we've said it down on the very first day. We cannot wait. In six years' time, when there are women leaving us, and then even in fifty years' time, when I'm old and grey, hopefully yeah. I'll still be alive and we get to meet the first ever girls that attend this course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're so brave. They are. And they have added so much to our school. So have our boys. I mean, our boys are fantastic. And that's what was the reason for that decision? What how did it come um, around? Well, I suppose the we. We had a strong feeling that we're very proud that this is a Catholic school and there is no option in Cork City to send your children to a Catholic school that is also co-ed. Right. So you can go to a school that has a Protestant ethos, so for example, Ashton, and you can go to educate together. Um, but you couldn't go to a Catholic 
impact schools that are called in-course studies. Okay. And in our nearest community schools, they're the community schools, they're all going as well. Yeah. So the option wasn't there for inner city. So that was our reason we wanted to capture schools that were co-ed. A school that I would send my own children to. Yeah. Um, and that was English teachers as well. You know, I'd send them to Wales, like Wales schools there. Uh, if you're looking for Irish uh, education for Irish. But if you were looking for English teaching Catholic this school, just that this was the school and you know, it is the oldest school in the South Side actually. Yeah. And since eighteen twenty eight it's been open for the boys. So by the time I think Evan Wright had one daughter himself and you know, it's kind of it makes sense that Evan Wright School is in Catholic. It does completely. Uh, it goes with the whole ethos and everything. Absolutely. Um, so I suppose going forward, what what do you what do you hopes you have for the school? I suppose. Well, we have huge hopes. I mean, I left the school yesterday feeling so proud to be going to the school because to see the dad training going on out on the pitch was incredible. It was a miserable night. It was windy. It was. It was horrible. It was. Oh, it was miserable. Night. Yeah. Yeah, we had four staff members. Um, t- uh, two uh, Miss Wallace, Miss McCabe, uh, Mr O'Connell, and then a. Uh, extracurricular veteran Mr Ritchie were out on the pitch training the team and it was fantastic just to see and then when I went inside the building because I watched them for a long time and I watched them as well as Peter who is known in the school for running Rose Club and the former principal of Sullivan School and he himself said you know having the principal of Sullivan School and obviously the Christian brother how overwhelmed with joy he was to see the school being so vibrant and seeing such teachers taking such an interest in young people and then I came into the school and there was a massive group doing disability and I drove out thinking, my God, isn't this a fantastic school? And how lucky the students are to get these extra capabilities. And, you know, um, how lucky I am to walk in a school which is so interested in young people. And fair play to the students for getting involved, too. I mean, for, you know, some of them haven't probably played GA before, or done debating or anything and just getting stuck exactly. in. Do you know, it's and brilliant to see. Especially like... after COVID, um, the lockdown went through. Fitness levels declined, we all ended up in the couch. Yeah. The COVID stone is very real. Definitely. It's great to see young people picking up a new sport and being out there in the fresh air and having fun because that's one thing COVID has taken away from us, isn't it? Is it the element Completely. Of fun. Yeah. I think you'll ask any teacher or student that comes to them, the crack is gone out of schools. But it hasn't really, it, it hasn't, it hasn't because you could find crack in other ways. And to see them out on the pitch yesterday was fantastic. Yeah. And you know, we've built this new shelter in the school that we can be outside a lot more even when it's raining. And we can have crack. I mean, one of my favourite parts of the day is actually on the school gate. Mr. Barry does the morning and I do the evening. And I'm on the evening gate and it is fantastic to chat to the first years and second years and third years. As they're all leaving, it is. Ask them, how are you getting on? Do you have a nice day? So Mr. Barry meets them in the morning, have a nice day. And then I ask him again, have you had a nice day? And it's a lovely, and there's great crack up there. So they'll all have a laugh and a joke. Um, which yeah, is, which shows the type of relationship you can have. It does completely. Even myself, I I do lunchtime duty yeah. twice a week, and you know the chat you have with the students on that. It's brilliant. You really get to know them. Students I don't even teach. And that's they chat. You know, it's great. Teacher. Like it is that seeing a teacher, supervisor mentoring. They're not just hands off. They're talking to the students. They're going, "How's your day? What's your favorite stuff?" It's brilliant. Yeah, the students is fantastic. It's oh, it's, it's brilliant. Fantastic. Like, and that's you know that's what teaching is about. It's getting to know the students, getting to learn about them, their lives, exactly. and you We're know, building those relationships. Building those relationships. Building relationships that'll be a lot better in that exactly. Time. That's going to help affect change. Like, exactly. um, I suppose, what would you say makes Clash English unique? Uh, well, I keep hammering on, don't I, about the staff, but the staff here, I think, are so caring. And when I started in this school, Miss Hamilton, who I knew from another lifetime, because we used to work together in another school, she left that school first, and I left like 10 years later, and she came up to join me here. And she said, teaching in this school is addictive. And it certainly is. You become involved in 
life is being traditionally declared so much more than I ever got to know parenting when I was previously. And it's just great. I mean, th- that sense of community, the yeah. really living art. I mean, you hear about the Edmund Rice Charter and what we stand for. This school really lives and breathes the Edmund Rice Charter and reflects all the elements of what an Edmund Rice school should be. I mean, we're inclusive, we're accepting of everyone. You know, in this week, we yeah. have the Lancy Week where we're sort of recognizing LGBTQ uh, plus students and showing that they have a home, they're welcome. Last year, we had the big thing of the Catan family. Uh, and that kind of home friendly recognition. It's a wonderful school. So much is going on. And yeah, I don't think you're getting is. that in other schools. I mean, we have a wonderful teacher there, Miss Walsh, and she's running the elections for student council. She's also electing a head boy and a head girl. Uh, Miss Buckley doing green schools. We're moving on to our third green flag. It's brilliant to see, like. Yeah, Miss Maloney going after the amber flag. You could yeah. go on and on. And then the sports. I mean, sports are really kicking off in the school. Bit of a pun there, but uh, <laughs> it's fantastic to see such a vibrant school and to see teachers who are under real pressure with COVID themselves. They're they're under great pressure because they're they're separated from their families. We can't see our own parents, but teachers can move in and you know they want to once they're in the school, which is a bit yeah. ironic. But it's great to see teachers having such a uh, Mr. Callan came in here today and just said, "Isn't it really there's such a great buzz?" around the school. My God, yeah. there can be a buzz around the school in COVID time. What oh, will be like when I'm off and we get back to normal? 100%. And I've even felt that in the three months I've been here now, just getting to know the students so much easier compared to the previous schools I've been in. Just the buzz around the place is, is just, a, it's incredible. Like, this is it's, a fantastic school. And I'm not just saying that because we're well, we're on a podcast, you know, I'm not just... Job, he's saying because he wants a job next year. No, never. But no, I, I, I mean, but, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's being principal. Um, it would have it would have upset me had I had to leave this school. Um, because I, I, I think I've invested a lot into this. The Barry has the whole slam. It's, it's, you know, the potential here, and you were talking, what are our plans for the future? Well, we have huge plans. I mean, we would hope that we have uh, an extension. We put an application to extend the premises, um, and hopefully that will come, because if that does, we can accept a lot more students who, who need the support that this school offers. I mean, we offer so many support. Homeschool Community Aid, now with Mr. Callan, is fantastic. That's support. Yeah. That imagine a teacher will call to your house and talk to you as a parent, and talk to you as a parent, and talk to you about all the issues a parent has with raising teenagers. Katie Burns in School Completion is the most caring, generous lady, generous yeah. with her time and her attention, and has a genuine love for students. I mean, I, I'm not sure you're getting it. And we have free meals as well. So <laughs> that helps. <laughs> so that does. So five years' time, where do you see the school? Where would you like the school to be? I would like to see the school... Uh, recognize us for having the most dynamic staff because we do and it's just getting people to realize that this is the school but a school that when students leave us they miss us but they also recognize they're ready to go out into the adult world but they remember the lessons we have taught them yeah um, and that they were all remember they are part of the school community and what's brilliant is when we do meet past students the past people come into us and still look for advice uh, they might want to meet the guidance counselor they might want career advice um, and in the end five years time I would hope that we are a thriving school community and that the students who have left us will still remember us. They have a special place here and will really enjoy being in a school that's brilliant. Definitely. And I think, you know, that's school's well on the way to that. Um, you're a busy man. I have I have a class <laughs> to teach, so I won't hold you for much longer. Um, we're doing this during a free period for me and um, Aaron is yeah, has kindly, yeah, kindly yeah. put aside some time. Um, so... To finish, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, oh, geez, that's hard. It's the kind of a tough one. Of advice I've ever 
Well, I could look. When I started here, I remember they bought a mansion called Darlene and just said, you just go for it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just go for it. Now do my advice to you, Andrew. Like, just go for it. You know? yeah. Don't let other people hold you back. Um, it gives that gut feeling, this is a good, a good idea. Stick your guns. Go for it. Because everything is achievable. No matter what type of background you came from, everything is achievable. Don't let anything, don't, don't let disability, don't let anything hold you back in life. Just go for it. 100% I agree completely see you know you see in the world so many stories like that um, there's a phone ringing there you go um, 100% just go for it just believe in yourself and do it don't yeah, think of what other people are thinking we're trying to teach here across in the niche is that everyone and that, that, that would be our, a motto I suppose is that everyone can achieve you know no one um, cannot achieve we can all achieve now we achieve at different levels um, but you can get there so follow your dreams you know, yeah. school is there to support you but to really access your dreams, I do feel education. Education is key to you doing well in life. You need yeah. an education. This country, you do need your leaving cert. Get a degree because the more educated you are, the, the better job you might be well end up with. You know, uh, getting into skilled work is very important. Totally. Um, so when it's all said and done, you've ridden off into the sunset. Yeah. You're gone. You're I'm retired. You're enjoying life. How would you like to be remembered well, as I, I, I'm principal? Man, actually, in terms of a long, long, long way <laughs> um, I think I have been teaching 20 years now. So I've got 20 more years left. Um, I'm really keen to be principal. But I don't think, as a principal, I still am not a big believer in trying to be remembered. The school is what's important. As long as you can leave the school, a principal or teacher, you walk out the door, you're forgotten by next year. The school will survive. But it's important that my job is to lay the foundation to ensure the school still will be good in 10, 20 years or whenever I leave to, to retire. But the, yeah, no, I don't think you remember. But it is lovely to be, be remembered as a teacher. And I love when I have teachers who come up and say, can we remember you? You were nice once or something like that. You were nice once. <laughs> you were nice once, yeah. But everyone has, I mean, everyone has different opinions. But yeah. what I do hope, you know, people do, uh, as principal, you are strict. But I think I, I would hope people recognise you as being fair. Yes. We are we are fair. But as a as principal again, but all the decisions you make are in the school's best interest. Um and that's talking about the school that's as the school body that it is, school based care. In the Cork institutions have been eighteen hundred years and they're just holding on to the keys until another mm. young buck until another the next buck comes up and, and, and becomes <laughs> principal after whoever it is or whoever is lucky enough to become principal after. But as I say, I got twenty years before so, I retired, so, so you're there for a good bit you're not thinking about it too much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, that's perfect, Mr. Wolf. Thank you very much. It's very insightful, thank very you. informative. Thank you, um, to everyone listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you found it interesting, and we hope that you you know learned a bit more about the school and the staff that are in it. Um, and we shall speak to you again soon. Thanks, Lee. God bless.